You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by OC Monster Man, Tiffany, Dee Dee Donahue, and Matt N. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. And thanks for joining us on the 191st episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. For the next couple of weeks, and by that I mean this week and next week, we'll be discussing (laughs) the beloved horror franchise, Scream. So Ah! obviously this week we'll be starting off with Scream and Scream 2. As a reminder, we tend to spoil movies, so listen at your own risk. If you haven't seen these movies, what are you waiting for? Um, they are both available for digital rental right now, starting at two ninety nine. Yes, ma'am. So buy them, rent them, buy them though. Add them to your your cart. Yeah, or digitally buy them. Yeah. It's actually cheaper. There's a version at Best Buy that that's one, two, and three for fourteen ninety nine, and you get a Blu-ray and a digital copy. So, I mean, I have I have a I have a box. I don't know if it's one, two, three, and four. If it's just one, two, three, I think it's just one, two, three. Yeah, I tried to buy one, two, three, and four, but apparently that deal isn't available it's right now. It's not available anymore. Yeah, For so I guess reason. I'm waiting until five comes out, and then they've got to come out with something at that point, right? Yeah, which I'll be now buy it again. Whatever. Sure. sure. Well, I need it on Blu-ray anyway. I have it on DVD. I need to upgrade, but I'm going to wait to yeah. upgrade until it's all done. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. 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 Okay, well, so- <laughs> maybe we it. should move on, though. Yeah. But, but So, but before... But before, I always say but before, so now I can't say so because then it doesn't make sense. <sighs> breath in, breath out. It's been a very stressful week. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Craft Legacy with an October 28th release date, digital release. To Your Eyeballs, October 28th, written and directed by Zoe Lister-Jones, who previously directed the film Band-Aid. I'd never seen it, but it is not horror. Uh, The IMDb summary is, a group of high school students form a coven of witches, a sequel to the 96 film The Craft. It's a bare-bones summary there. That's it. That's all we get. It's a bare-bones summary. So... We didn't talk about this. We both just watched this trailer for the first time. It's true. Just now. But the impression I got from your voice when I asked if you watched the trailer was that you did not like it. I'm not excited about it. I don't know. It was weird and lots of sparkles. And I don't know. It felt like... A Disney Channel version of an idea of the craft, kind of, to me, when I watched it. As long as it gets scary, I'm down. But it doesn't look like it gets scary. That's but that's that doesn't my mean qualm. anything. I know. It says it's horror. Yeah. So that must mean something. 
people don't like to write horror in as the uh, genre unless that's what it actually is usually. Usually. I don't know. What is this rated? I didn't even look. Oh, I didn't either. Let me look. Let me see. Let me see. Scrolling down, scrolling down. God, where does it usually say it? I think it usually says it here. I don't see anything. Oh, hmm. is it here? Nope. Don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it hasn't gotten rated yet. It's, it well, it's should rated be by PG. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I sincerely doubt that. I don't know. It is fant. It says fantasy. The the genres are drama, fantasy, and horror is the last one listed. That doesn't mean anything. So, I feel like just because it's like a Blumhouse release, they like threw on that horror. <laughs> Come tag. on, stop it! It really doesn't. Does it feel like horror mean, to you? That doesn't mean anything. It's just a trailer. I know. It's just a trailer. It can go any way, shape, or form. How many times have we watched trailers thinking something looks scary and it's not? Because I feel like that's all the time. I mean, all the time. But that's just because horror is subjective. It's <laughs> mm, true. I don't know. I think this could easily be scary. Maybe It didn't seem like they showed a lot of the later things in the film, which is likely when shit will get crazy. I mean, we didn't sure. see anything crazy. We just saw the happy, sweet stuff. Yes, we did. Which, it's not going to stay happy and sweet the whole time. You know it's not. So... I mean, they did show a picture of Nancy. I don't know what that's going to what that means or what's going to happen with that. Well, it does say it's a sequel. Right. So but like, maybe, I didn't I don't see. Know. It's just weird. Where did she get this like picture of Nancy? I would also like to know that. Yeah. Because it's I, a I, picture. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm into it. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. You might have I to let me, let me know the how sparkles, this one is. But it's fine. I'm, I just, I'll be curious because I'm probably I, not going to rent this or buy it or whatever when it comes out. I'll probably wait till it's streaming. Um, it's so free. You, it's going to be free streaming, isn't it? Oh no, I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, it was going to be on digital. Oh, maybe I thought it was HBO Max, but I might be oh, confusing you, it with The Witches. I think yeah, yeah. I think The Witches is HBO Max, and I think this one is um, VOD. Okay, but I don't know for sure. I could have made that up. Yeah. Um. So you'll let me know how it is, and then uh, and then I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it no matter what because the craft is one of my faves. Yeah. And honestly, even if I don't like it, as long as it's a well-made film, I'll be down because I'm all for bringing the craft to a new generation of little baby witches. For sure, we loved the little baby witches. I mean, think about original craft. Oh my god! Is- but original craft was scary as fuck. It was scary as fuck to us as 12-year-olds. I mean... Watch it today. It's not scary as fuck, even a little bit. I watched it like a week ago. (laughs) I know, but like, was it really scary? I mean, it's... it's, uh, It has a handful of creepy moments. The end is super creepy. And like the the, wrist-slitting scene is really freaky. And all of the snakes and spooky stuff coming out of the sink is really So what you're saying is we need to know what what rating this has i mean i don't need to know i'll watch it but i'm not gonna pay to watch it i'm looking it up the craft (laughs) (laughs) because i bet if if this is r rating you're down right but i don't think regular craft is an r rating look up the you look up the rating for regular (laughs) craft i will look up the rating for craft legacy 
And I'm just curious. This is funny. I love that we're having this debate. I, this matters. It we've does. Already, it 100% matters. We've determined so the craft, that this No, matters. the original craft is rated R. Is it really? Yeah. Is it because of that back scene? That scene's fucked up. That scene used to freak me out as a kid. Oh, see? Also a very uncomfortable thing. And then the yeah. weird, like, stepdad. Everything about that movie is just so creepy. It's so good. Oh, I love the craft. <laughs> I love it, now too. Now I want to watch it. <laughs> it's so good. It says that the rating's to be determined. Is that possible? I they guess. still haven't figured it out? It's coming They're out like, in, like, PG, a week. PG-13. <laughs> Maybe that's we'll why they're not showing like creepy stuff in the tr- in the trailer. I mean, it is Blumhouse. It can't be that tame. Uh-huh. Blumhouse movies aren't super tame. They might not all be good, but they're not usually tame, <laughs> right? It's not going to be Disney. <laughs> like uh, you, so all I'm saying is, is that's it, kind of what it's just because of the sparkles like. that you think it looks Disney. No, it looks. It feels very, very much like a Disney a Disney TV show about witches. Well, I mean that's fine. I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I really need to know <laughs> what the rating is. I can't find it anywhere. Girl, it doesn't say it anywhere because it hasn't happened yet. They, how is that possible? I don't know. It's like a week away. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's VOD. Like, it's not going to be released in theaters. Anybody can just download it and pay money for it. I hate this. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Damn it. Imagine it's going to be unrated. Oh, my God. What if it was? What if it was, like, the goriest thing of all time? No, unrated is usually just, like, it can go either way. It could either be super gross or it could just be, like. I know, but, like, the biggest what if? Disney what if movie. is what i'm asking you know i mean you'll have to let me know <sighs> i really want to know i'm really upset that i can't find this anywhere <laughs> i'm still scrolling like it's gonna magically pop up and i'm gonna know <laughs> on like the third page of google <laughs> oh my gosh she's in deep i'm just i'm trying to figure it out all right all right all right i'm letting it go i'm letting it go i feel I'm, like if it were anywhere it would be on IMDb because like when I looked up right. the craft it was just right there. I just thought maybe I was looking at the wrong part and I just wasn't seeing it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Totally. <sighs> Fuck. But yeah, people aren't excited about this and I keep telling everybody it's okay if it's not good for you. It just matters that it's good for someone. Cuz that's what the craft is for everybody, Carly. Well, I want to introduce a new generation of witches to the craft. Then I want, I'm, I'm going to let them watch the craft. <laughs> OG. I just don't like it when people are like, it ruins the original. It doesn't ruin the original. The original still exists and you can watch it whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't oh, ruin Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say anything. it ruined the original, but like if I have the choice. Then you'll watch the original because that's the one yeah. that was made for you. Exactly. Yeah. Just for me. Just for me. I mean, we got blood in the trailer. <laughs> Period blood. <laughs> still. Blood. Still. A couple drops. I mean, That's PG-13. On the, on the fl- That's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Just imagine that was you. In high school? Oh, oh, my God. On your first day of school. Oh, my gosh. No. Mm-mm. Nightmare fuel. I don't know. 
That's we'll where see. The horror, that's where the horror aspect comes We'll in. just have to wait and see. I'm more optimistic than Carly is, and that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, to be continued when we have more information on that. I can't exactly. believe we don't have more information on that yet. We don't. We have n- zero information. I hate this. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to something awesome and nostalgic that we both love. Yes. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Do it then. <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited. Okay, we are going to be talking about years in the making. Oh my God. Scream from 1996. I feel like we shouldn't be doing this. I know. It feels weird. It right? feels wrong. <laughs> Directed by Wes Craven of, of Wes Craven fame. Yeah. Uh, written by Kevin Williamson from uh, Dawson's Creek, The Faculty, I Know What You Did Last Summer, et cetera, et cetera. The IMDb summary is, a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. I don't like that. Me either. It's a weird run-on sentence, too. It's not well written. For a film of this stature, can we please get a professional writer in here? (laughs) Some punctuation would kill you. Show some respect, IMDb summary writers. Whoever you ye may be, I said ye, ye, ye. Hear ye. <laughs> How good is this movie? Though? So this is just really hard to talk about for many reasons. So yeah. let's just start off uh, with our relationship to Scream. Okay. When you first saw Scream, any fantastic memories you might have of Scream? Please share. Please share. I saw this movie. I think it was had to have been one of the first film like horror movies yeah. that I saw in theaters. Okay. Um and it blew my mind. Who took you to see Scream in the theater? I uh well snuck in. Oh my goodness. So it was but my my parents knew. My parents Carly. knew that I was seeing it. Tisk tisk, you weren't even old enough to see PG thirteen yet. I know, but Girl. the thing is, uh, <laughs> is that my parents really didn't give a shit about okay, ratings. Sure. The first movie, my dad. The first movie is okay. Setting the tone here, the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Period was Terminator two. Um, my dad took me to see it, and. That's a very rated R movie, and I hadn't even seen Terminator yet, so but I didn't even know what I was seeing. Hook you is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, okay. my parents brought me to the theater and right. probably bought the tickets with me, and then like left because they didn't want to watch it. Well, who did you go with? Friends? Yeah, it was okay. friends. Okay. Um, and I, I like it's so weird because I really remember the theater situation and kind of being nervous because I am very goody two shoes. I don't like to do things that are wrong. My to the point where my dad's like, he kind of taught me how to movie hop when I was little. Right. And so he, you know, taught me what to say, what not to say. And so I'm like being a very good student sneaking into this rated R movie, essentially. Sure. Um, with my friends And so, yeah, I saw that while the parents that be either left or saw something else. I don't even remember. Um, And I just remember this being the greatest, most 
like I didn't understand half of the jokes that happened sure. because I was like 11 right. like there was just so much that went over my head but like I still had just like the complete best time watching it um and then I do remember like revisiting it oh when I was older and being like oh okay this is this is fucking fantastic this is great yeah you got like the main character who you think is going to be in the whole thing dies in the first 10 minutes such a big like, deal Oh, my God. It was such a huge deal because she's I mean, you can even in the poster, she's yeah. like front and center. Yeah, well, Drew front Barrymore. And... Everyone like thought she was going to be the star of the show. I mean, but that's yeah. the whole plan, right? I know. It's so good. Yeah. Um, But so, yeah, I this is like I didn't even know what I was seeing when I was seeing it. So, I mean, my experience is much different because I don't think I was. I think the first horror movie I saw in the theater was The Sixth Sense, and I was much older, 17, 16 or 17, something like that. Mm-hmm. So Scream, I definitely did not see in the theater. So it was <laughs> not something that was going to happen. But I did own it on VHS um, probably when I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And I just have a memory of a summer when I got that movie sitting in my basement with the lights out on my little tiny tv and that's where like i had like because i didn't have it i wasn't allowed to have a tv in my room but we had an extra tv in the basement and it was not a finished basement mind you i had a very unfinished basement (laughs) i don't even think it had drywall on the walls i think it was just like insulation and that's it um uh and just sitting down there during the day all summer every day and watching scream almost every day for the entire summer it's just perfect i was obsessed with it i was obsessed with it i don't know i thought it was hilarious and the things i thought were hilarious when i was 14 are kind of weird to think about now because there's definitely scenes where i was watching this time i didn't i found no humor in them but i remember (laughs) thinking they were hilarious when i was little which scenes i gotta know um, so when Drew Barrymore gets stabbed in the chest and she's laying on the ground bleeding out and she looks down at her wound and she like hyperventilates, I thought that was hilarious. I would No, be, you did not. I thought it was the funniest thing ever because she makes this sound. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. I was like, holy shit, that's brutal. I was I disturbed thought, by that as a child. <laughs> I thought the phone like the mom picking up the phone was brutal and I thought seeing her hang from the tree was brutal. Make no mistake of that. But oh to me, God. her looking down at her wound and hyperventilating the way she did, I found it very funny as a child. Oh <laughs> I was a sick little bitch back then too. Yes, you were. And then there was <laughs> And then also the scene when Ski Ulrich originally breaks in to Sydney's room the first time when it's cute and he like hides under the bed and then she like tells her dad she's fine and then he leaves and he like picks up a stuffed animal and goes oh close call I used to think that was hilarious too (laughs) no it's not even funny that's way cuter though yeah other thing well, I don't. I know why when I was watching it this time, I was like, "Well, maybe it was like one of those things where I I learned at a very young age, like to laugh at the things you're scared of." Okay. So it's very possible that I made it funny in my head so that it didn't freak me out that much. Okay, 
That makes sense. I laugh at like un- when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I think so. God, it's an even longer story. But my my godfather taught me when I, cause I was really afraid of stupid things when I was a very little kid, like talking like six, seven, eight. I was very afraid of stupid things. And he would like make them funny so they weren't scary anymore. So I think that was just like maybe maybe that's what I was doing. Or maybe I just thought the sound she was making was funny. I think it was the latter, but we can make me sound less creepy by saying <laughs> it's the sound she's making. The damage is done. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, it's fine. We all know. Are there I'm any crazy. other moments? Those are the two that stand out. I'm sure there were others. I think I think I just Matthew Lillard to me was the funniest person on the planet. Like basically any time he opened his mouth, like mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Uh, oh, my still, God. That's the best line still. That's still hilarious, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I loved I started my love affair with Rose McGowan in this movie. Oh my God, yes. I was just like, holy cow. I Tatum wanted to be like her so best. badly. Like I She's wanted to so be Tatum funny. so badly. Thought she I was love amazing. Her. Yes. How did Hands I not down. notice the f- like the f- last few times I watched this at least that Tatum's number 10 shirt is a is a Johnny Depp Nightmare on Elm Street reference. You know what? I didn't notice that either. I, like, I it, it I'm clicked. so aware of it, but like I I mean never you know the shirt I'm it. talking about. And yeah. it, oh, I mean yeah. it's like it's like iridescent, silver, shiny mm-hmm. crop but it's top. Like fitted crop top, yeah. But so is Johnny Depp's. It's not iridescent, but it is a crop top. <laughs> it's one hundred percent a crop top, and we talk about the crop top. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I talk about the crop top. I talk top. about the crop top all the yeah. time. We I think we talked about it, yeah. Always. Yes. It's just, that's what you talk about. Yes. With the, Johnny Depp and his amazing crop top. And the number 10 crop top. Everyone knows it. But like, how many times have I seen her shirt? Like I can picture it at all times. If anyone said Tatum's number 10 shirt, I immediately would know exactly what they were talking about. Yet I never drew the connection until this time I watched it. And I was like, that's so funny. Wait, that's a Nightmare on Elm Street. God damn it. How come I never (laughs) noticed that before? (laughs) I love that. There's that. Still discovering things upon the one millionth watch of Scream. Always, because that's just the kind of movie this is. Here, here. I did um, also notice more flaws this time. I will say. Psh, well, I mean, I'm okay with them because I'm. It's it's a it's a very devoted love I have with Scream, my <laughs> unconditional love I have with Scream. But because I'm just saying, I used to think this was flawless. It is not. It is a perfect movie. It is even not. With its flaws. Uh, even it is, with its flaws, it is a perfect yeah, movie. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could always just rely on the satire fact, you know? Because it like, is. This- if something doesn't work, you could just say, yeah, it's satire. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this movie makes fun of horror movies while being one of the best horror movies. This is the only satirical horror movie that legit works as a horror movie on its own. Yeah. It's the only Absolutely. one. I... I dare anyone to find another. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I feel the same way. I can't. Um, I can't think of one. No. I mean, me maybe either. exists, but I'm just saying. I think this is by far the most successful. Well, I guess Cabin in the Woods is kind of a satire. Yeah, but it's not scary to me. <sighs> I, does not like does Cabin is. in the Woods work on its own as a horror movie without the satire? Well, no, because it's all satire. Right, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think... I mean, I I guess. I didn't find it scary, I guess. I thought it was more funny. 
Sure. I definitely – there was some jump scares, I think, that got me, though. Yeah. Um, In the theater, especially. This movie is gruesome. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful mystery, too. It's really well written. You never mm-hmm. know who the killer is. I, nope. I, I remember, like, really thinking it was the sheriff the first time I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, because they show it. his boots. Right after Sydney's attack in the bathroom, okay, they have a oh. close up of the boots, and then the then in like the very next scene, the sheriff's smoking a cigarette and puts the cigarette out with his boot, and it's the same fucking pair of boots. I've never noticed that before. That's really funny. That was like the well, thirteen year old Amy is <laughs> apparently noticing more than you, very, Carly. Yeah, very astute. <laughs> Well, because I was desperately trying to figure out who the killer was. I was like, even with when he got like um, exonerated or whatever, I was like, Billy's creepy as fuck. Like, it's got to be him. (laughs) Like, they made him too creepy for him to not be a murderer. Yeah. And they're trying to make him seem like too he's too perfect for him to, you know, not be. Um, yeah, although watching, I mean, re, upon rewatching this as an adult, I feel very different about Billy than I did watching it as a teenager. Because mm-hmm. now I watch him and the whole time I'm like, oh, you suck. Oh, he does suck. If my daughter was dating you, I would hate it. <laughs> Same. Same. Wash your hair, you dirty hippie. Right? Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> But One as a of my teenager, favorite... I was like, mm, he's so dreamy. I never thought he was dreamy. I definitely had a crush on Matthew Lillard, but I, I had a crush, crush on, on every Rich. single guy in this movie. Like literally <laughs> all of them. I had pictures uh, of them all cut out of magazines uh, and on my wall. Yes, I love that. I love that so I, much. I very vividly remember the picture of Jamie Kennedy I had on my wall. And I... And this was before Jamie Kennedy, like, did, like, the cheesy stuff. Yeah. (laughs) This was, like, literally only because of Scream. But there was, like, a picture of him probably in, like, YM or something. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He had these, like, blue hush puppies on. And he's, like, (laughs) sitting kind of cross-legged with, like, his knees towards his chest. Someone find this picture for I me, please. I want to Google it. I, I really need to see. I, it, like, I'm pretty sure it was YM because I had a subscription to YM, but it could have been another magazine. But anyway, I, do you remember just like cutting pictures out of magazines oh. and taping them to your wall? Absolutely. Yeah. So my friend, instead of uh, instead of passing notes when we were uh, in school, we would just have notebooks that we would write. like notes back and forth and then we'd like pass it back and and forth between classes uh and so on those notebooks we would always put like collages of like all the boys that we had crushes on all the famous boys not real boys right but yeah so collages cutting cutting like spending the time in borders going through all the magazines all the teen magazines looking at all the heartthrob pics definitely a a favorite pastime yeah 100 percent do I need to look up Jamie Kennedy YM? I guess Probably. I can do that later. I'm just, I really like, I feel like, I wonder how close the picture actually is. I'm pretty sure he's wearing a green shirt. I'm just going to say this out, out loud. The green shirt sounds right. I think he's wearing a green shirt. I think he's wearing blue 
hush puppy shoes. And I think he's sitting cross-legged on the ground, like with his knees towards his chest. I feel like I can see this picture. Right? Yeah. I think you should look for it. Um, I am. I'm looking it up right now. Do you, did you, when you were younger, did you watch the MTV Movie Awards? Always. Okay, me too. Do you remember the 1997 MTV Movie Awards? Because I remember, I don't know if it's because I definitely taped it and I definitely watched it over and over and over again. But Mike Myers hosted the 1997 MTV Movie Awards. Oh, and they did the scream thing? They did the scream thing at the beginning. And it is all I can think about whenever I watch the opening scene of Scream. I thought of it too when I was watching this. Every single time. And it's like when she's like, Michael, Michael Myers. And he's like, yes. And then like, and like the the camera's like, and then he sees it and he's like, oh, gotta go. He hangs up the phone and like continues presenting. And it is like my favorite MTV Movie Awards that they ever had. Dude. And Dude. All I can think about when I yes. watch this movie. <laughs> I remember that so vividly, and I definitely thought of that when I was watching the entrance scene for this movie. When she oh. says Michael, Michael Myers, Michael, I 100% thought of that. And I so, love that you did too. Oh, every single time. <laughs> it is my, my ultimate favorite. Which is so funny. Like, can we even find that? Like, <laughs> God, I hope so. Because it's so good. That was a I'm great trying, year. I'm really trying to figure out how old I was when I watched this on VHS, like over and over and over again. Because it had to have been shortly after it came out. Like Probably. maybe I wasn't as much of a 13 year old wuss as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay. Moving on. Let me just adjust myself in my chair. Adjust okay. yourself. Dust myself off. Okay. So I, I guess I'll just go through my notes. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how to talk about this movie any more than we've already. I think we've done a good job talking about our memories about this movie. Um, yes. I'm a um, little bit nervous, like talking about the movie as a whole, because it's, it's very nostalgic for me and as it is for you, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's hard to talk about a movie the way we usually do when nostalgia is so strong. <laughs> totally. Um, I will say, I, just everything about this movie just makes me so happy. I love all of the characters. There's not like, even though you're not supposed to really like Gail, like she's such a hard ass and you just kind of do anyway. Like there's there's nobody... I that comes to mind that like I don't like in this movie. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. Um it flows super well. You've got oh Deputy Dewey, oh my God. their relationship, who doesn't love his theme music kills oh, yeah. me. I love it so much. <laughs> I like want to get the score of this and just listen to Deputy Dewey's theme all uh, the time. I loved him. Oh, oh I just thought of another he? part that always makes me laugh. When he picks up the phone after she gets the call at Tatum's house and he goes, hello. (laughs) Look, there's no one there, dude. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's another thing to mention, though. The score of this movie is so good. It's very good. It's so unique. Yeah. And particular to this film. Um, Tom Waits. Yes. Lots of Tom Waits. Lots of Tom Waits in this and Scream 2. 
And Scream 2. Well, yeah. yeah you yeah. gotta. Yeah. Um, and Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. Boom. There's, oh, man. There's just so much gold. It's just so good. So good. Um. Okay. I'm going to go through some of my notes. You can just jump in when you want. Um, Something I noticed as an adult watching this, uh, Casey Becker's kitchen and house are amazing. Oh, my God. Her kitchen are like hashtag kitchen goals for me. The windows in that whatever, that back room. Gorgeous. The pool. Jeez Louise. House is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. When they threw the chair through the windows, I was very (sighs) upset. You're like, come on, man. You know how much it's going to cost them to fix? So much. Dude, they lose their daughter and they have to renovate now. Thanks a lot. That's crazy. And Steve's dead on the patio. (sighs) I mean, that's an afterthought. Who cares about Steve? (laughs) We never even hear Steve say anything. Steve got gutted. He he really legit does pretty badly. The noise. I remember the noise was like so in my ears. Yeah. It was like watching it yes like what happened to him oh it was kind of a texas chainsaw massacre moment where you don't see it but like you can see it Uh, it sounds really um gooey yeah you it's a very visual (laughs) sound evisceration yes yeah um why does casey pick up the phone as many times as she does that's just what you did back then yeah just every single time it could be someone different yeah, because now we have the luxury of knowing. Sure. Knowing every time we pick up the phone who it is. Yeah, no, I feel like as a kid, I didn't pick up the phone a lot. <laughs> I did. I didn't like to. Yeah. But I did. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's just like what you did. I remember my mom picking up the phone all the time. I definitely wrote the note. Casey missed the Pamela Voorhees question. What a noob. <laughs> also i definitely owned that sweater that she's wearing in that scene i did too i definitely had a if not that sweater a sweater very similar to it same but i think i bought it because i thought it looked like that i'm pretty sure it was like contempo casual or delia's yeah Yeah. delia's Mm, probably contempo casual i wasn't fancy enough to be buying delia sweaters left and right (laughs) Left and right. I just thought the one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom bought it for me too. To be I, real, no, I think it was Contempo. I think I, I had, had the one sweater in that color and then I, and an olive color. I think I had the sweater and I didn't like it. And then I saw this movie and then I wore it all the time. <laughs> of course, yeah. With your lavender pants. I did not have lavender pants. I didn't either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I might have, but they were corduroys. We can talk about that later. <laughs> Then we have the whole, you know, drive down to the Mackenzie's thing, which is a fun Halloween reference. You'll mm-hmm. notice that this movie has a lot of references, and most of them are either Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street references. Yeah. The Halloween references are because Ke- when Kevin Williamson was writing this, um, he definitely was thinking about Halloween. Halloween was like, is like apparently one of his favorite movies of all time. And he thinks it's like one of the best movies of all time. And he actually states that Halloween is the reason he got into this business. So, oh, and then he gave that to Casey. There you go. Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask that walks around and stalks babysitters. Sorry. Exactly. Go ahead. And he also wrote the line that the f- the, the first night on Elm Street is good, but the rest sucked. 
Wes, yes. An- Wes Craven was not responsible for that line. He made it very clear. He did not. <laughs> he did not put that in the movie. It was already there. He, he but he left. He filmed it. Though. I mean, he didn't cut it out, but I, he he did state <laughs> that he wasn't the. You know, he didn't put that in there. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of those kinds of little sprinklings in, and like I said, I already mentioned the number ten shirt, and I mean, there's a million more. Um. And then I don't like, okay, and then Skeet Ulrich comes in the window and I don't appreciate his hormone driven guilt trip. And I immediately hate him as an adult watching this scene. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why, but it it's like triggering to me as an adult watching that. Because it's skeevy. little prick. Get out. Her mother died. Like, yeah. give her some space. Like at that point, not even a year ago. Dude exactly it hadn't even been a year and he like keeps pushing like it's been a year get over get over it and you're like what the fuck (laughs) did that just happen i wonder if watching this as an adult i would have known immediately like oh yeah he fucking did it (laughs) that's how i felt when i was little but i think it had more to do with his hair (laughs) than anything else i was like look at his hair he's definitely a murderer that's fair that's fair I also have a note that Sydney has two dining sets on her patio and it bothers me. Oh, that was very catching. Also, what is up with Gail's neon green suit, dress, skirt thing? It was a 90s thing. Very iconic. It is so bright. It burns my retinas. When I went to go see this last year at Senespia, there were actually more than one person dressed up as that gale and it was really in the neon green outfit in the neon green suit oh my god it's so much neon green it was pretty amazing like break it up with something holy (laughs) (laughs) it was like a three-piece suit but like in a skirt but it's just all neon green like put Mm -hmm. a blouse under it that i can see that's like a different color like a black or something no 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 gale is very look at me look at me she is (laughs) i mean I'm surprised that thing didn't light up. <laughs> it definitely glows in the dark. It, I mean, oh, 100%. There's no way it doesn't. Could you imagine her in a black light? Holy shit. <laughs> it would hurt. It would hurt it to would. see that. You'd be blind. Do you, don't you hate, and maybe you don't, but I hate when you take a nap in the afternoon and you wake up and it's like totally dark out. Yes, because I'm like, well, my day. There it goes. I can, I'm thinking more like I don't like it when it's dark out and I don't like it when my house is dark because it didn't slowly get dark when I was in the house. Oh, see, no, that doesn't bother me. My, mine's more like, oh, my, where'd the day go? I actually like nighttime. I know. I like the scene where they show her like napping and then she wakes up and it's dark. I feel like that's a very like, I can Real feel moment. that. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not even necessarily that it's scary. It's just jarring and, mm-hmm. and slightly uncomfortable. And wh- you're like, part of you doesn't even know, like, what time is it? What time is it? How long have I been sleeping? Mm-hmm. I didn't even mean to sleep. Like, what is happening? What day is it? Is it the middle of the night? Is it seven o'clock? Like, I don't know. Who knows? Not you. So because you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carly, for that hey, commentary. You're welcome. Very helpful. <laughs> But I just like that scene because it, I don't know, it made me feel slightly uncomfortable because I know how I feel in that situation. 
discombobulated. Also, like when you're already kind of freaked out and you're by yourself and then you wake up and someone's supposed to be there with you by that point. Mm -hmm. No, it's just like a lot of like little feelings that are just a lot of little uncomfortable feelings like spindled into one little one bigger feeling. Yeah, your dad's not there because he's on a business trip. You're supposed to be with your friends. There's murders. Murders happened. It's been almost a year since your mom was murdered. God damn it, Tatum. Hurry the fuck up. Seriously. Stop talking about seeing a penis in a movie. If you pause it just right. You could see his penis. (laughs) Um, Okay. Oh, I wrote a I wrote a note after Billy gets out of jail, and he goes, "I was in jail, remember?" Oh, and he holds um, his hand, <laughs> and he pulls up his hand, and I was like, "Teenage me, ew! Jail makes your hands really dirty." <laughs> <laughs> oh, how naive she was back then. <laughs> that's, that's my teenage me note. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, oh, teenage me uh, had a. A flashback of so you know in her room how mm. she has the door and then the closet yes. that like meet up just right uh-huh. so I totally had a situation like that and there were many a time where I used that so uh, a parent couldn't come into the room oh and you I didn't got just it. have like a lock on your door well yeah but they can open it Uh-oh. you know but okay. um it literally was from this movie that I oh. was like, oh, look at these two things that happen. I remember so. wanting that, but I did have a lock on my door. So nice. I just used that instead. <laughs> but the other one's so dr- much more dramatic. It's true. It's like a, it's like a warning. <laughs> yeah. Warning. Warning. Parents are here. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I had my closet door open. I had no idea. I guess that is less suspicious than having your door locked, right? Locked, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, she actually locked this door. Yeah. Why is she locked? What do you have to hide, teenage teenager? My bad. I need <laughs> to on. know who is in the bathroom with Sydney. I know. How did Same. they get there? How does she know she's in there? How long did they wait for her? How did they know she was going to be in that bathroom? That is the the question of the hour. <laughs> Because it's not Stu. It's not Billy. Well, we just saw Stu before. Yeah, we just saw Billy before. We just saw Billy before. I love that that stupid cheerleader, by the way. I fucking hate her. She's the worst. <laughs> but the way that she delivers that line is so shitty and iconic. <laughs> like, It's like when I saw this movie at Sidespia, everybody quoted it because you oh, just really? know it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You just know it. Yeah. Um, I did see, okay, now I don't know how accurate this is, and I don't know that I even agree with all of it, but I did find fan theories on who killed or who was at which place, Billy oh, yeah. or Stu. And I have that theory as well. Apparently, many people think that Billy is the one in the bathroom, which maybe could be possible because there is a period of time when Sydney's in the stall but he would have had to come in. He would have had to come in almost right after her. Yes. And he would have had to have the costume on him. Right. He would have had to come in almost after her before the cheerleaders left the stall. Yeah. To talk shit. I think it was just one of the pranksters, to be honest. I don't think it was mm. either Stu or... Uh, they, 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a really good attempt to kill her, but I think there was still a knife involved. And, like, he wouldn't have been able... I don't think there was... I mean, I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Because he just kind of comes off and, like, into the garbage can. They're staying in Billy's pants. Ghostface had the same colored pants that Billy was wearing. Oh, in the previous scene? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe. But they were also just black jeans, I think. Sure. Yeah, probably. That's all he wore. Yeah. So... And it was the 90s. Everybody just wore boots. But apparently Billy copies the same world, the same words the cheerleaders say about Sydney and her mother when he reveals himself as one of the killers. So we should think it's Billy. Yeah. I feel like Billy was like most of it. Yeah. Because it was like Billy was definitely definitely like just kind of glomming on to the along for the ride, which is weird because he really has no motive motive at all. No. I mean, it's really just the best, the, the the best friend kind of thing. Crazy best friend. Yeah, the I zany mean, best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be some. You can't just be a best. Like I don't love anyone that much. You know that I'm to just gonna go them? around murdering my friends. <laughs> no, but I mean, he definitely is very extreme and seems and like. And uh, Billy is definitely very manipulative. Yes, in a in a subtle way. Yes, it's not like overly, you know, controlling. It's very it's a subtle. You, yes, you know it looking from the outside. Sure, but you know when you're it's in it, it's one hundred percent manipulation. Yes. Yeah, a lot of gaslighting, yeah. a lot yes. of manipulation. Yep, one hundred percent. But teenage me didn't see that. Adult me sees that. That comes with life. <laughs> Adult life me experience. knows the warning signs. <laughs> we we know that shit now. Yeah, oh, we know that shit now. We know what we, that shit looks like. We are like. aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what I do want to talk about is there was a there is a a theory roaming around on fan sites and things that Tatum was originally a co-conspirator, and they double crossed her at the end. I don't agree. I don't agree either, but there is a weird scene that kind of lends itself to that theory. I mean, there's a I, couple weird scenes that kind of lend itself to that theory. She's late picking up. Her, she's late picking up Sydney, like super late. Yeah, I think feel like she's just irresponsible, and she's well, probably yeah. making out with Stu. I mean, it's totally easy to come to that conclusion. I'm just saying, like, it would also lend itself to that theory. I don't agree with this because when she dies, she calls Ghostface Randy. Well, probably because she didn't. Yeah. Maybe because she didn't think Billy or Stu would do that to her. No, because then like if if she thought if she knew if she was in on it and knew who the killer was, she wouldn't have been like Randy, like get over it. Sure. She would have she would have been like, stop being a fucking asshole, Stu, or stop being a fucking asshole. But she sees uh, Billy come there and she's pissed. And that's not even like a show around Sydney. Sure. So I don't agree with okay. with, with that. I all. mean, I don't either. I don't either. But you, but that one scene where she's like asking Sydney about her mom and like kind of pushing her to be like, your mom kind of was a slut is kind of weird. <laughs> I don't think it is because I think according to everybody i mean not not just billy like right. everyone yeah is like everybody knows what your mom was doing sure like but why do every- you need to dig into that 
at that time. I don't know if she was digging as more mm. to be like, look, I love you. I'm not going to placate you. Like, your mom slept around, but like, that doesn't mean that, you know, I, like, stop, like, not stop being in denial kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I just don't know what help, what help that is. Like, why can't she be in denial about her mom being a slut? Well, because it it kind of avoids you having to come to the realization. Like, Why just do we kind need of, to slut shame Sydney's mom? We don't need to. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't need to slut shame Sydney's mom. Um, but we also, like, Sydney had a wall up and she was definitely, like, even to her close friends, like, and even to herself, like, straight up in denial about who her mom was as a person, who her dad was as a person. And then, like that directly reflected off of Cotton and him getting framed. So there's just like a lot of different layers that like she was in complete denial about. And I don't think, I don't think that her saying that makes her. I don't either. I just, it does feel a little jarring watching it now, Hmm. but it could just be friend tough love. Totally. Yeah. Because they're best friends. I mean, they're like sisters. She's just like, I'll fucking say anything to you. I love Tatum. Me too. Bam, bitch went She's down. She's a straight shit. Bam, Sid, super, super bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love this nice welt, sweetie. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She's the best. I hated when she died so much. Oh, oh. it was so sad. Stupidity the, leak. I love the stupidity leak. Smack, 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 smack with the lollipop and that. You yes. know that shit hurts. I don't oh, want to yeah. get hit in the head with the lollipop. And it was loud. It was super loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the only other thing that I found uh, troublesome in this movie, other than the bathroom scene, um, is the scene at the end. The big reveal, if you will, which is necessary, and I'm forgiving of this, but what exactly was the plan here? Why are they stabbing each other before they finish killing everyone? Oh, um, because they have to get stabbed first in order for... Forensics? Yeah. So they get stabbed first, and then they kill Sydney, and then they call the cops, and they're like, oh, they kill- tried to kill us, but it wasn't the case. Mm. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> it's just It like, makes sense. It makes sense. Because I feel eh. like they would have they would have lost X amount of blood before this. They just stabbed each other, and I mean- well, I mean, they could have just waited. Stu. I don't think so. Or at least, like, tied her up or something. She's just standing there on her own. She's totally fine. It's fine. Okay. I mean, they were trying <laughs> to kill her all before then. What if they What, what if they were successful before that point? They were just never going to reveal it, kill her, and then stab themselves after? It doesn't seem well, like a very well-thought-out plan, is all I mean, I'm they, saying. They could have, because they still have dad. Yeah. I wrote Stu's like a damn acrobat, but I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it because he flips over the couch? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know it's so means. funny because, you know, obviously, like, they're going to do Scream 5 and they're you hear 
people wanting Stu to go come back. And when he was stabbed multiple times and he's like, I'm dying here. I At first I forgot how he actually dies, oh, but I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, he could legitimately come back because he just bleeds out. And then like the TV gets pushed on his face. And I was like, oh, no. Welcome to prime time, bitch. He's gone. <laughs> it's another Nightmare on Elm Street 3 it's reference. True. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this movie is so good. Uh, it's so good. And I love the stick in the finger and the bullet hole in the chest. Yes. I love it all. I love the, like, the feathers for some reason. Pig's blood. Yes. Or corn syrup. That's what they use for pig's blood and carry. Yep. I love it. I love love, that whole, like, end party scene is so good. The Mm -hmm. delay on the camera. And I just love all. It's all great. Just all great. I love when uh, Dewey falls on top of Gail and she like looks to the side and he she's like, is that what you're looking for? And he's like, all my life. And she's like, that's very sweet. But look. <laughs> my whole life. Oh, so cute. It's Dewey's adorable. so cute. Okay. I think that's all I got. Yeah. I mean, we made it through the whole movie. So. Oh, my God. Well, how long have we been talking? For a while. <laughs> oh, it's been like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get to scream to yet. <laughs> well, I mean, usually we don't have enough to say about movies we like, and I guess that one we did. Well, because we have memories. Okay. Well, let's move on then to scream okay. 2. I really don't have as much to say about scream 2 because I don't have as many memories, but I'm happy to do it. I do. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I have memories. Okay. <laughs> Wait and see. Everybody, I don't know if I really do now that I'm Carly has about it. memories. I t- do I have memories? <laughs> Tune in. Where am, where am five I? Five minutes from now, when we find out if Carly has memories. I don't think I realized that this came out ten years after the original. What are you talking about? It came out the very next year. Well, you have two thousand seven. I meant nineteen ninety seven. Okay, I was like, I thought it came out right after. I messed up. Okay, <laughs> I, I forgot like, to switch it from last week's. <laughs> I was All like, right, two thousand seven. I was like, maybe I don't have memories. <laughs> no, one. I'm just a fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> Moving on to Scream 2 from 1997, directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. Yet again, the IMDb summary is two years after the first series of murders, Sydney acclimates to college life. Someone donning the ghost face costume begins a new string of killings. Also another shitty IMDb summary. (laughs) Um, So I... I wasn't, I don't, I didn't remember a lot of this movie going in. I remember Jada Pinkett Smith, of course. Of course. Um, and once I saw all of the characters in the movie, I knew who the killers were. Okay. But I wasn't sure I remembered why they were doing the killing. So, like, there were very small things I remembered about this movie. The, the beginning of this movie, I absolutely remembered. But like, so it's so good. There's a couple like the dancing drama, Troy falling of Troy scene. I remember like there are like little bits and pieces I remember, but like the movie as a whole, I did not. So it was fun to rewatch and I actually enjoyed it. Yay. I love this movie. 
I love this movie so much. Um, I love the beginning. I love the inside of the movie theater uh, is my second favorite movie theater here in LA. Ooh. It's the Vista. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it so much. So it was very nostalgic for me to be back inside that theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar in this movie. Yes. I love Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar Epps at the beginning. And then yes. talking about Sandra Bullock. Yes. <laughs> um, I love Stab and Heather Graham as Casey. And I love that they got Tori Spelling yes. <laughs> to be her. And that whole, that whole conversation is just so funny. Um, it's great. Oh, my gosh. It's like my favorite. Um, I love that Sydney is just such a badass in this movie. She um, is. She's a total badass. She has caller ID now. She'll yep. fucking call you out. Yep. Um, my favorite, 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 and I know I'm jumping around here and I apologize. That's okay. But my favorite is at the end where we're confronted with our killer and he's going off about how great Billy Loomis was. And she's like, well, there's one thing that you're forgetting about Billy Loomis. And he's like, what? And she's like, I fucking killed him. <laughs> and she smacks him in the face of the necklace. It's just like, Boom. yes, she's Boom. such a badass. It's so good. She is. Sydney's a tough cookie, man. Oh, she's just a wonderful final girl. She is. She's wonderful. Um, so... This is a less strong film than the original, in my opinion. Uh, it was made very quickly after the first film. They started production, um, I believe, six months after the release of Scream, um, mm-hmm. so, which is quick. That's really uh, fast. Apparently, Kevin Williamson already had the idea for the sequel when he was writing the original Scream. Okay. So that's why they were able to move so quick. But I think it helps. Um, it, it, I mean, it fits with the original. It wasn't like, you know, what they did with the Saw franchise. Yeah. Where they were just rushing to get them out every Halloween for every single year. Do you remember that? They just got mm-hmm. so fucking stupid. Uh, yes. Because they were just like, we need to have one released in October every single year, whether it's good or not. They did the same thing with Paranormal Activity. And they were like trying to make them all connect. And it was kind of like, is it though? You're rushing it. So it's not as good as it should be. Yeah. Um, yes. I thought this movie connected great. This is not that. You know, he obviously already had an idea in his head. So um, it still worked moving that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh, I do have some small, like, questions that I'd love to ask you. Okay. So my first question is, um, when you go to movies at this movie theater, the Vista. Yeah. Are they always this jaunty? Is that the right term? <laughs> um. Okay. So kind of. This is a Not- premiere, right? I mean, it's yeah. basically the first night. Yes. So No. When usually at premieres, people are very respectful, but that's not necessarily true because people in L.A. And I know I don't think this takes place in L.A., right? Uh, No, it it does takes place in California somewhere, but we don't know where. Okay, so I will say and this is one of my favorite things about going to movies out here is people that go to opening night or that go to these kinds of things are very. uh excited and interactive it's definitely kind of a different a different vibe than just going to opening night at like a regular movie theater sure um 
this kind of felt like it was put on by the studio. And so the last movie that I saw actually in theaters was kind of something like this, where I got to see The Hunt at the Egyptian. And it is one of those things where people are, you know, very vocal and having a really good time. And I don't think it's as much as it is in this movie. Um, But I can understand why they would think that there was like some kind of a press stunt with like someone getting fake killed. You know what I mean? Sure. I do find it tricky because we're supposed to be dealing with a true story here and one that just happened. Right. So you're dealing with, and I, I mean, we see this kind of thing now where films are made about true stories and the people who were affected are still alive and it's Mm -hmm. considered to be in bad taste. Yes. People will still go see them, but it's considered to be in bad taste. And Mm -hmm. usually a decent stretch of time has occurred. At least five to ten years. This is two years later. Two years. Yeah. This is two years later. And uh, they're handing out ghost face costumes. Yeah. From the studio. (laughs) From that were handed out by. Like, I just don't buy it. I don't buy that this would happen. Um... I don't think it would happen now. And maybe it's a caricature of I think it I of, think that's what it is. Of marketing and, and whatever, but I, I really like, think that that's what it is. And I think that especially then, um I, I think if this was made now, it wouldn't have been the same because we have a lot of really kind of disturbing opening yeah. things that have happened. Yeah. Um but I think then it was kind of supposed to be like a caricature over the top of these kinds of premieres that were happening sure. at the time. All right. It's still. Also, how is Jada Pinkett Smith so scared in this theater? Like, she, apparently she reasonably had a right to be. But I just want to say, like, being in a, a theater during a horror movie when it's dark and quiet uh, is one thing. But when people are cheering and goofing off and having a good time, I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> I know people like this, so it's not that weird to me. Still afraid, even though even it's though like yeah, a big they're just party. very jumpy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fine. Yes. Whatever. It seems stupid <laughs> to me, but I guess some people do that because they're like in a horror situation, so they just are jumpy at everything because they just don't like being there. But there's like fi- it's fine, whatever. Like I'm here, but then sure. they're still kind of like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very terrifying scene, though. When the killing yeah. happens and no one notices, and all she wants is for someone to help her. Terrifying, terrifying, super scary, terrifying. Yeah. Very well done. And I thought even like the scene or the part where they all realize like this isn't yeah. a stunt is yeah. like very legit. Yeah. I almost wish she survived. I know. You're know, like, or like just tell us she's in a coma or something. Only just because I feel like would she have died? I guess she could. I mean, it's definitely possible she could have died in oh, the yeah. moment where people notice, but. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, and that's that's where she's like crying. Yes. 
Oh, it's a very powerful hurts. scene. It's super yeah, powerful. Yeah, she did a great job. Oh, I got chills just thinking about it. I think it helps that, you know, as she's a black woman, too. Mm-hmm. It, like, adds another level to it, at least now. Like, it's, like, almost a textual textual shifter. Yeah. That, like, now in the climate we're dealing with, mm-hmm. um, it feels, like, extra emotional to see a black woman, like, being tortured in public and people are having a good time around her and no one sees like the torture she's going through it just adds like another level of of like terror to me watching that scene it's so interesting too the beginning of this movie where they're talking about it and she's like oh it's white or when he they like get the tickets and he's (laughs) like can i have one ticket to the all black film with like blah 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 like he goes off on it yeah (laughs) and like the late the way the lady looks at her is just like oh it's like, oh, this is very uh, shining that light yeah. on a lot of the the issues in the, in the film industry. It's true, even it's prior, true. you know. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to have our most of our black characters die in the first, you know, ten minutes. But I think it's just such a, a very powerful scene. Oh um, my god, it's yeah. like gut wrenching. Yeah. Okay. Um. What else? Oh, I also wanted to know, mention there's like a weird conversation between it is like does, not even necessary, but it's just like a passing conversation you hear in the background at the very beginning between two people that work at the theater and one goes, hey, we're sold out. And the other person goes, cool. <laughs> so I, did, I miss that. I've that never worked at a movie theater before, but I know several people that have. And I find it hard to believe that any of them would think it's cool if the movie theater is sold out. Well, I don't know how it's supposed to be in this one, but at the Vista, it's only one screen. So it's not like that surprising. It seems like this was. But it just seems like a weird, like that's a weird conversation to have. And it's, I guess, just to give the audience like information to know that the an idea of how busy it was i guess we like, can see how busy it is there's tons yeah there's of people obviously everywhere. a line to get in and <laughs> there's no way this thing wasn't sold out like, like i never i've never that? heard that line in my life and i knew it was sold out <laughs> telling you i wrote that line down and then i wrote no conversation in a movie theater ever um yeah I think that's all I had for the movie theater part. Okay. So oh, I definitely also wrote, why is this couple even together? Because they're fighting the whole time. <laughs> they're in love. Are, do they? Are they? They have a sweet moment right before she dies, which is good, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's he's one of those things. He's kind of just torturing her. He's dragging her to a movie that she doesn't want to see. Yeah. I feel like they they have this conversation all the time, whether sure. it's her going to a movie she doesn't want to see or him get going to a movie that he doesn't want to see right, right let's right. go see sandra no <laughs> sandra started already um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i mean i uh i appreciate this movie i still think it's good i th- still think it's fun i don't really love i wish we got to know our killers a little bit more like because mm-hmm. it's kind of almost feels like an afterthought I think I I think it would make more sense if they were a little more central to the story like it was in the first movie. I mean, we're supposed to think it's Derek, right? We're supposed to think it's the boyfriend. Yeah, but he's just so nice. He's so sweet. 
I know. Poor Derek. Poor Derek. Oh, R.I.P. His death scene was brutal, too. It was super brutal. It was hard to watch. Like, holy cow. She, like, did not know whether or not to trust him. And they just played on her, like, past. Yep. Really sad. Super sad. Um, um, the whole Sarah Michelle Geller thing was great, but they probably should have had her in like a couple scenes beforehand because it was like, why are we even watching her? She was in the film scene, but that's it. She's Omega part Beta of Zeta. she's part of the the uh, sorority. Why wouldn't they show her in the sorority scenes? Because she's not she's not a part of that sorority. She's not a part in a of different the, sorority. The Rebecca Gayhart. But she sorority. could be a part of the same sorority. She, but she's Omega Beta Zeta. Oh my God. She can't be because she has to be the sober sister at Omega Beta Zeta, whereas the other the party's happening at the other. I sorority. know, but it just seems a little out of place because I don't know her. I she barely had great. a line beforehand. I just think, like in the other movies, we know who our characters are. They're more involved in the story. And this, I'm not saying I don't like this movie. I'm just saying I would have liked it. Of the sequel. Mm. There needs to be a bigger body count. Sure. And it can't be everybody that we love already. I'm not because saying we, we have to love them. I'm just saying, you know, maybe <laughs> throw them a couple more lines so I know who they are a little bit. That's I all. felt like I knew Cece. No. She was in she you, was you only you only <laughs> feel like you know her because of who she is as an actress, <laughs> not because of her character. Well, because she was this and then she was also Helen and I know what you did last summer around the same time. Not the same character. She's Cece. I know her. <laughs> but every time I saw her, I definitely thought in my head, put that in your pie plate bingo. <laughs> thought it like seventeen times because I watched too much Buffy. She had such cute hair. She Put had like a little pie bob. Bingo. It's hard, so hard to say that line. Pie plate. Put that in your pie plate bingo. Put that in your pie plate bingo. <laughs> I had to really think about it. And then she gets tossed oh, off that Stabbed balcony. twice and Sta- then tossed. And then tossed like, yeah. like a rag doll, which she's tiny. I get it. She probably doesn't weigh that much. But I was like, that's definitely not a woman doing that. <laughs> she's a little lady. No, that was probably Mickey. Yeah, probably Mickey. No, because Mickey's at the party. Not Vicky. Mickey. Um, oh, Mickey. That's his name, right? Mickey. Yeah. That's I thought you said, I said Vicky. Oh, no. It's got to be Mickey. Debbie Salt. It's got to be Vicky. It can't be. It can't be Mrs. Loomis. Debbie Salt doesn't exist. <laughs> it can't be Mrs. <laughs> Loomis. There's no way. There's she's no late. freaking she's way Lori Metcalf can pick up. SMG is Buffy. only five one. She's probably like a hundred pounds. I'm only five one. Yeah, I'm not that that toss little, you though. away. Yeah, toss oh. you over the balcony. I don't weigh a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Metcalf, like I just don't think she could just toss someone over a balcony like that. <laughs> No, it was, I mean, it was probably um, it had to Mickey. be Mickey. It had and then to he just then. came over there afterwards because Debbie Salt does come on the scene right after. Yeah. She's like one of, yeah. So, but she is one of the first people there also. So who knows? I mean, I, I think I saw enough of her. I would have liked to see more of Mickey. Yeah, we really don't. I think because, so like, this is the first movie that I really remember seeing Timothy Oliphant in. It was his first film, I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, and so I feel like I saw him more, but now, like, upon rewatching it, I was like, oh, you really, you really don't see him that much in this movie. He's in the beginning a little bit. Yeah. And then we don't see him at all until the end. Yeah. So I'm almost like, I forgot who you were. Who are you again? You're like one of the film kids, right? But that's it. I haven't seen you. Tuition's expensive. I love when they're having the the film talk. I do too. It's it makes great. me so happy. It makes me want to like go to college and just go to film school and just talk about film all day. Speaking about film. Yeah. Uh, when Dewey is like limping around, I definitely wrote, Dewey has a Kaiser Sose walk. Just say. Oh, Dewey. Nice streaks, he says to Gail. Oh. I love they're when so they're watching the tape back and he's like being super mean and she's like, this is adorable. And he's like, I was rude. <laughs> <laughs> they are so cute and sweet. And that whole scene, that scene is great. I love the way that whole scene plays out. And I think it's very creepy when the second screen starts playing. I know. And he still has his, her, his hand on her boob. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's a perfect balance. Of everything it needs to be. It's a very well-crafted scene, I think. It's so good. And then when Dewey gets stabbed and like, oh, I just, you can't hear Gail scream, but you can like hear it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <sighs> oh, I like I, this movie. I also wrote, okay, so when they're in like the weird recording maze, I don't know what that is. What is that? It's like a maze of recording like walls. Uh, Yeah. So it's it like, looks like it's just sound studio it's like a sound stage or something but it's like it's weird it's like a maze because well that's what i'm saying it looks like it's just like the like the walls that you can like put up and make any room kind of like sure like in recording studios they have it so you can like put them in between people playing different instruments so they can be in the same room but like not the sound doesn't bleed in if you're recording i guess um, f- and they are got- in the AV section of the the college That's because true. they they go. No, to I mean I obviously know it's like a sound whatever, but it just mm-hmm. seemed like very maze like, and that seemed kind of weird to me. But I see what you're saying. Um, was that a Texas Chainsaw Massacre two reference, or am I reading too far into it? <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes, because I definitely had some Texas Chainsaw Massacre two vibes when they're in like the whole like recording booth area. Yeah, and we see. Um, we see poor, poor Dewey get Ugh. stabbed a bunch of times. Some scar tissue. But luckily it wasn't scar tissue. He's fine. Don't worry about it. He's fine. Yeah, poor Dewey. <laughs> Good grief. Okay. Real question though. Close your eyes for a minute, Carly. Okay. I'm bringing you back. I'm bringing you back. Think about Scream 1. Think about Sydney. Think about all the heartbreak and trauma this girl has gone through this woman has gone through yeah her mother was brutally killed by her boyfriend and then her boyfriend killed all her friends and tried to kill her yeah you're in college the next year you're on your own you're feeling better about yourself you've been through some therapy you know you feel strong you're sad of course but you're you're moving on you're trying to have a life what got randy wouldn't you try and have that life with pepper spray or like a taser, um, possibly a gun that you I snuck into school. 
I mean, she obviously took self-defense classes because she is basically a ninja at the end. <laughs> How? <laughs> okay. So maybe that uh, she took self-defense classes. And that's in enough for of... you? Yeah. No, girl. No. How I don't, hard is I don't it know. to go down to the auto zone and buy a little pepper spray keychain? I have almost got, I told you, I almost got stolen at Target and I still don't have pepper spray. Don't get come, pepper don't, spray. Don't, don't come get me, please. Oh <laughs> but She's I, just kidding. She has lots of pepper spray. <laughs> don't come for her. Come it will me. hurt. I'll get you yeah. with my pepper spray. Um, I um, think about getting pepper spray a lot, but it's never happened. Just go to AutoZone. It's right by the front register. I didn't know that. Yeah. And grab it. To, it's on. It's fact. like a little keychain one. Just put it on your keychain. Easy peasy. Then you always have it with you. Okay. Go do it. Okay. Okay. But like Sydney should fucking have that. Like if I've been through this trauma, I have one. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Also, Courtney Cox, how does she not fucking have a gun at this point? I wouldn't have a gun. As an adult in this situ- situation. No. <sighs> I would definitely have a fucking gun. Maybe by the third time. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It takes three times for you to buy a gun? Well, you just think once it's like bad luck. No, okay. Once you think it's bad luck, (laughs) fine. But then when you physically go somewhere because similar murders are happening to the one that happened to you and they start to affect you. I mean, once she is affected, she should be getting some sort of something. It doesn't even have to be a gun. But like I say, like a taser, a baseball bat, some okay, sort of fucking a taser. weapon. How is she walking into the situation without any kind of weapon is all I'm saying. Well, to be fair. No. At- <laughs> There's no excuse. I'm sorry. There is she no excuse. She has Deputy excuse. Dewey. He hasn't have a gun either because he's not a cop anymore. I know, but he's Someone so nice. Needs to have a some no. What all I'm saying is that none <laughs> of these people have a weapon, and I don't understand it. It's well, not okay with me. Sydney has FBI agents that then are murdered. So, I mean, she had a bodyguard unit. She, she also knows not spray to also? trust anybody. And how hard is it to have pepper spray? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I call bullshit. And even if we don't call bullshit, I think you're dumb characters for not having some sort, taking some sort of responsibility for your safety. Relying on other people when you've already been proven that you can't rely on other people. But I don't think that, I don't know, I, I get what you're saying, but like, Sydney's badass and she like isn't even sort of scared of, like of Mickey until he has a gun at her face and she still kicks his ass and she doesn't run. She uses that fucking theater for everything it's got and she drops shit on Debbie Salt and she she's great. She is not scared. <laughs> she fights back in a really big and epic way. But not in a very smart way, in my opinion. I thought she was smart about it. I thought she was very brave. She's a ninja. I'm not sure that she's very smart. I'm just saying. I would have reacted differently. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I would have bought a gun. I would have have had something. I wouldn't have been walking in there empty handed. That's all I'm saying. 
See, my thought is I'm too clumsy for that shit. I to will end up spraying kind myself of in the face. No, there's with a safety spray. on it. You don't know me. <laughs> oh my god, Carly. All right. Moving on. <laughs> I love this movie. It makes me very happy and I'm glad that you revisited it. I loved it too. It was a lot of fun. Yay. I'm just saying it's not as good as the original. Just saying. I love it. It's great. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I definitely have a note that says, who the fuck chose this play? What a fucking monster. (laughs) Oh, man. I love the Cassandra play. I was, like, super obsessed with Cassandra and Greek mythology because, like, fuck, that sucks. I know, know, but there's no way they don't know about her history. Like, how traumatizing is that? (laughs) But it wasn't until, like, there was a murder on the loose. Mm. It's only been two years. Yeah, but she was fine. Yeah. Until know. there was a murder. Hmm. Was she? Was, I don't yeah. know. I don't like it. I think she that's was really bad, excited. I just think that's in bad taste. You could pick literally any play to do for no, your stupid No, because we drama. need the we need the thunder and lightning. <sighs> we need it so she can scare the shit out of Debbie Salt and almost kill her with lights falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You needed it for the end scene. <laughs> okay. All right. I will die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, you will. Okay, <laughs> moving on. That's all I got for this one. That's all oh. I got. Those are all my notes. I like it. Anything else you'd like to talk about? Um. Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Then I think we're done talking about Scream and Scream 2. Oh, my gosh. But next week, what are we talking about, Carly? We are continuing the Scream Fest (laughs) with Scream 3 and Scream 4. Yes. So excited. And you, which one haven't you seen? Because there's one of these you haven't seen, right? I haven't seen either of them, I don't think. Shut the front door. Well, I know how Scream 3 begins. Don't remember any of it after i know it begins and sydney's in a house in the middle of nowhere and she answers phones for a living she has a puppy and yeah that's all i remember uh i definitely haven't seen scream 4 at all (gasps) i love scream 4 spoiler alert sorry um how is that a spoiler alert i mean everyone loves scream 4 i I don't think i've met anyone that didn't like it i just haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet scream 3 is is i think the weakest one sure The, the cast is real weird too yeah, well, there's like everybody's in it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, I don't remember anything but the very I beginning. So excited! All right, I don't remember like a lot of it either. Yeah. It'll be fun. So it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. All right. Well, we've been recording for so long. This is such a long episode. This right. is a really long episode. Let's just close out then. Okay. Uh, also, if you're a Patreon subscriber, we are doing our Patreon Halloween party event yeah. coming up soon. Halloween party, digital Halloween party. We're going to watch some kind of Halloween themed movie and have like a video chat thing. So information on that will be posted on Patreon. Carly, we picked a day, right? Oh, I think so. I think we picked the 25th at the 25th p.m. PST. Sunday, the 25th at 4 p.m. If you are not yet a Patreon subscriber, you can still become one and join us at that point in time. Do it. All right. Anything else? 
That's it. All right. What's with your voice? I don't know. I just did it. It's like an action voice. It's, it's like an it. action voice. Do it. Do it Join now. Join us next week. <laughs> All right. So until next week, when we talk about Scream 3 and 4, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.